0: Hello, Bill Boyd here with the North Carolina Study Center. This week we are focusing on St. Augustine's little book on Christian Doctrine. It is a small book but it uh, is a significant book. Um, Yesterday we looked at uh, kind of the outflow of this phrase where Augustine says, everything which does not decrease on being given away. So anything that you give away and yet (laughs) you don't lose any of it by giving it away, is not properly owned unless it is given. In other words, he says, if it's owned and not given, then what's the point of it? And he begins with this because he wants us to know that that is the nature of the Christian life. The nature of the Christian life is that all that we have, which is truly worth having, is actually worth giving away because Whenever you give it away, it just continues to show up. There's more and more and more of it. Uh, Augustine goes on from there to what I want to talk about today, and he says this. He says, all doctrine, you know, meaning all truth, concerns uh, either one of two things, either things or signs, And then Augustine says, but here's the hitch. Things are learned by signs. So hang with me here. Strictly speaking, says Augustine, I have here called a thing that which is not used to signify something else. In other words, wood or stone or cattle, those are things he says, unless the wood that we're talking about is the wood that Moses cast into the bitter waters in order that the bitterness might be dispelled. Because when Moses did that, that was actual wood, but the wood also was pointing to something beyond itself, you know, ultimately to what Christ was bringing about. The blood of Christ removes all bitterness from life. right? He says, nor that stone which Jacob placed at his head. In other words, A stone is a stone, but the stone that Jacob placed at his head was also a symbol, right? It was a symbol of God's faithfulness. It pointed towards something greater than just a place for Jacob to put his head for the night. Nor that beast which Abraham sacrificed in place of his son. Because that beast was certainly an animal, but it pointed to a much greater sacrifice, Christ himself. And so Augustine goes on and says, for these are things in such a way that they are also signs of other things. Now, there are signs whose whole use is signifying, like words. No one uses words except for the purpose of pointing to something else, right? Signifying it. Uh, Every sign, therefore, is also a thing, for that which is not a thing is nothing, right? No thing. (laughs) But not every thing is also a sign. And at this point, you might be going, you know, what are you doing? Hang with me, though. Augustine continues. He says, some things are to be enjoyed Other things are to be used. And there are others which are to be enjoyed and used. Now, those things which are to be enjoyed, you know, received with joy, embraced with joy, those are the things that make us blessed. And those things which are to be used help and sustain us as we move toward blessedness. And so here's an issue. If we who both enjoy and use things are placed in the midst of both kinds of things, right? And if we wish to enjoy those things which should only be used our course will be impeded and sometimes deflected so that we are retarded in obtaining those things which are to be enjoyed or even prevented altogether, shackled by an inferior love. In other words, early on here, Augustine is pointing us to the fact that we uh, live in a broken world and the Lord has sent his son that we might move ultimately to a world beyond brokenness and he says this there are things in this world that are meant to point us ahead and they're good things but if we embrace them as ultimate things they will keep us from getting to where the lord would have us to go and then he uses an illustration it's funny he uses an illustration um of a vehicle He says, to enjoy something is to cling to it with love for its own sake. To use something is to employ it in obtaining that which you love, provided that it is worthy of love. And so he says, look, um, what if we were far from home and we were wanderers who could not live in blessedness except at home? And we were miserable in our wandering, and we desired to end this wandering and return to our native country, which, of course, is our very state. He said, we would need vehicles for land and sea, which could be used to help us to reach our homeland. Because the homeland is that which is to be enjoyed. But, if the things which carried us on our journey... And even the motion of the vehicles itself delighted us so much that we were just caught up in them and we lost our way just being so joyous at the things that were meant simply to to take us there we would never reach it it would be like saying we need to get from north carolina to california and and someone says well i'll loan you a car and you're like great because if i get to california You know, within the next five days, then my life will be saved. But someone says, well, look, I'm going to loan you my car, and my car happens to be a Ferrari. And you're like, oh, I've always wanted to drive a Ferrari. And you end up enjoying driving the Ferrari so much that you never quite make it to California. Wouldn't that be sad? Because one day the Ferrari is going to break down. And Augustine is saying, look, this is the way the things of this world are. They are meant to be used and appreciated in that, but they are not meant to be embraced as ultimate things. And so early on, his question is, do the things which we have, do we see them as means to obtaining heaven, to uh, loving our neighbor, to laying down our lives for Christ, or do they become little heavens of their own and actually uh, possibly prevent us from living by faith? I guess that's a, a long way of saying um, what John says, listen to what I say, what does it profit a man to gain a fortune but lose his soul. Thanks for hanging in there. Talk to you tomorrow.